0: Are you a Judy, Eliza? Maybe a Dolly? Or are you the ultimate share? Welcome to No Two Gays about It, the podcast that gives voice to the over 50 male. Today we are talking about gay icons. Hello, I'm Tom Burke.
1: Hello, I'm Michael Foley. <laughs>
0: and how are you, Mr. Foley?
1: I'm just peachy. How are you?
0: I'm okay, except um, you might be able to relate to this. I am totally feeling my age, even though I still think I'm 28 or whatever. Uh, We have a ragdoll cat who is very hairy. So every once in a while, you see these tumbleweeds of hair just blowing across the floor. And so they're... I just bent over to pick one up and I could barely stand back up. My back is killing me. How old am I? That's the question.
1: Well, Welcome to my world for most of my life. So yeah, it's, been, it's, it's weird. Maybe something's in the air because I've been having a very bad back few days myself. So um, for me, it's not age. It's, uh, it's been there since my teens. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the world of pain.
0: Well, hopefully it'll. Hopefully, if you
1: need anything,
0: no, thank you. Let me know. (laughs) No, thank you, Mr. Drug Pusher. (laughs) Uh, All good. It's all good. So today we're going to talk about gay icons for those of us over fifty. I mean, every generation seems to have their particular icons that speak to them. Although some are so incredibly iconic that they carry through the generations. And um, although today, first of all, I want to discuss why it is that gay men worship these icons. And then we'll discuss some of the actual gay icons and why we think they have that particular status. And then in our third segment, Michael and I are going to tell a few stories of those icons that we had some relationships with or those who impacted us and taught us to dream big
1: yeah, absolutely and I, you know we've been talking about doing the show for a, a while and um, Tina's passing um, I Tina think, who Tina Turner does she okay. really, do you really need to say the last name I do um, okay um, you know her passing is is one of those things where we're we're losing a lot of our icons of late and um, you know this is to pay some tribute and just to sort of acknowledge the impact that they've had on the community
0: you know I, when we discussed having this topic today, I did, you know, of course, do a lot of research and found all these lists of the top gay icons. Tina was not on any one of those lists.
1: Are you kidding? Ki- that nope. is beyond shocking to me because even from the time I came out as, you know, when I was 18, people were doing Tina, like drag queens were doing Tina Turner.
0: Well, doing somebody and having them in the iconic status is completely different. But let's oh, talk wow. about those wow. particular people um, later. Right now, I've, I really would like to figure out why are gay men drawn to these entertainment icons? And why do we hold them in this esteem? What do you think, Michael?
1: Um, I think there's, for me, the main reason is because of their representation of strength. And their ability to overcome obstacles in a male-dominated world and basically say, fuck you, I'm going to be me anyway. And um, again, Tina, for me, falls into that list so so heavily, I'm shocked.
0: Well, definitely, I think it is these, uh, and it's not only women. There are also some very strong gay male icons as well, but... Um, Yeah, I I agree with you that there is a strength and that they did hold their finger up to society, especially those straight white men who were kind of oppressing women and who at the same time were oppressing gay men. So I think that's one of the reasons why gay men look to these uh, icons and saying like, yeah, give it to the man, you know, probably. also and also, like,
1: also, for a lot of them, their spouses were also, you know, putting their thumb on that scale and keeping these women down, especially for Cher and Tina and a number of other women who basically their husbands owned them and owned their names. So, um, okay. You know, there's, there's a huge amount of strength that comes out of that willingness to fight to be you. And I think a lot of us can really relate to that because, you know, our our life is a struggle to fight to be who we are.
0: Yeah, bingo. I think that's one of the main reasons. But then, of course, there is that other of, um, you said it earlier, all the drag uh, performers who were doing Tina. All of these people, mainly the women um, icons, were able to be um, interpreted in in certain ways, in drag or in some sort of um, entertainment way. You know, they had an aesthetic, uh, a way of performing, a way of singing, a way, you know, you think of Barbra Streisand, the way she sang and the way she moved her hands. And um, so, yeah, there was a a very aesthetic that talked to our own inner divas. Uh, We all have our own inner diva in there. Uh, so definitely that the strength the aesthetic and of course a talent um, really uh, draws somebody to them uh, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Taylor a uh, huge yeah. icon for the the gay community and it wasn't that she was a singer but she especially in the beginning of her career was doing all those melodramatic movies that you know gay people could really relate to as she was she was being oppressed. And Who's afraid was... of
1: Virginia Woolf? Can we bring that one in? We yeah. can bring that one wow. in, sure. Talk, talk about living through suffering. Holy crap.
0: Well, I think, I mean, even the younger one, she was always suffering somehow, yeah, you so... know, and yet she was so <laughs> stunningly beautiful. So for some of us watching, be like, I want to look like that too, you know? Do you re-
1: Do you remember a movie she did with Carol Burnett called Between Friends? Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I have that. Just FYI on DVD, just if you ever want to watch it, because okay. it was kind of brilliant.
0: <laughs> Does um, anyone have a DVD player anymore? I,
1: no, but, it, you know, they're $15. You could go buy one at Target. Um, and for anybody who hasn't seen that movie, if you are an Elizabeth Taylor fan or Carol Burnett fan, hunt it down because it's freaking brilliant. All
0: right. So l- let's uh, round this whole subject out of why gay men really are drawn to these uh Icons and and the number one I think thing that we agreed on was definitely their strength. They had a strength to be who they were in a world that was trying to oppress them. There are also a lot of uh, of our icons who icons who overcame obstacles to get where they were. You know, definitely there is a lot of of those who were fighting race uh, norms. Um, absolutely, Diana Ross. Uh, Aretha Franklin, Eartha Kitt. Um, but then there were those... Shirley s- Bassey.
1: Question for was Shirley Bassey on those lists? Uh, no, she was not. Oh, my God. But we'll get to the list. All right. All right. Um, just, you know.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. Cool. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but I, also, there are all those women and some men who just fought against the rules that were laid out in front of them. And so I think that was another reason why we're drawn to them. As I said, I think one of the main reasons is the aesthetic. We're drawn to pretty things. And so, so many of our icons have some sort of beauty or talent or something that is we are drawn to that we wish we, uh, as gay men uh, could also attain those goals as well. Um, any other re- thing that you might think of as why we gay men hold these
1: icons to such an esteem? Um, I got to push back on that one a little bit because I'm not sure for me, I've ever been attracted to somebody because of their physical appearance. It's more of a of what they put out because, you know, we have the untraditional or non-conventional beauties who are right. huge icons. Um, no, I
0: totally get that. I, I'm, I'm just saying that some people are. I didn't say everybody was. I didn't right. say you were. Um, so, no, yeah, that's part of it. And but I think that's, you know, if you think of, I don't know, Betty Davis, not a great beauty, but that strength, of course, these are just the different aspects that what attract us gay men to these
1: icons. Anything else? I mean, OK, if we're going to go, there, how about outfits? You know, if you if you're wearing a Bob Mackie designer, gown there's something pretty remarkable about that
0: right exactly that's the aesthetics so so they have these aesthetics that we are drawn to those pretty things um so yeah um so i think it's strength it's the aesthetic it's the talent it's it's that inner fighter uh to overcome certain things i think that that must be the reason why we gay men are attracted to these icons
1: and i also think it's um again for me it's what they choose to do outside of the entertainment arena and, you know, so many of these women's were activists on right. some level and did push back um, on society and what the perceived norms were and shattered so many stereotypes. So there's a strength in that as well for me. And I, I know that's what draws me to somebody. Like, you know, Sh- Cher being as political as she is, I just... I just, you know, there's something I love, makes me love her even more.
0: Right. Same thing with uh, Elizabeth Taylor. At first we were drawn to her because of her beauty and her amazing talent and her melodramatic lifestyle and all of the husbands. But then in her later life, she too was fighting uh, the fight for age. She raised so much money, um, her Her estate still raises money to fight AIDS, which is brilliant. So, okay, great. So we have figured out, in a way, why gay men are attracted to these icons. So now let's talk about some of the actual women and men who are on these lists of gay icons and figure out, do we agree with them and why we think they are hitting this esteem? First one on the list, gotta be. Judy Garland, right? Handsome. Totally Judy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mainly because she was such an outcast. You know, she was not the great beauty. She was not the MGM musical bombshell. But she had an amazing talent. She had an amazing addiction. She had, a, you know, a rough she life. She had an
1: amazing voice. An and amazing, I think something yeah. about her, there was something so vulnerable about her that made her accessible in ways other actresses weren't you you saw her pain in every single song she performed you oh. know like over the rainbow who who of us when we were younger didn't hear that song and just wish we were somewhere where you were accepted and the love overflowed and you could just be you
0: yeah, I just wanted to get over that rainbow to wear those shoes. Um, <laughs> okay, what about Barbara Streisand? Definitely a gay icon, um, an amazing, amazing voice. Right, whether you are, you know, is she is your type uh, or your cup of tea in a voice? You cannot, uh, you cannot say that that woman is not gifted. Uh, Absolutely. She also has like that's when her her in the 70s, those movies in the 70s, that spunky kind of I'm going to
1: take What's no up, prisoners. Doc? And yep. yeah, great. Right. Yeah. Um, I love me some young Barbara. Um, I think from Yentl on, except for the Broadway album. Oh, my God. I guess I'm more of a Barbara fan than I thought. Um, <laughs> she kind of lost me. Um but uh, I, I, I can absolutely you know, bow down and uh, acknowledge the talent the woman has and, sure. and the strength that she... See, I love her politically, which is ironic. Um, but as far as her music goes, I'm not a huge fan.
0: Yeah, but the fact anyone who got to her where she is in life... Has to be a strong human being because there's a lot that you have to fight against and especially coming up in the 60s She was fighting a lot of males and the males who were trying, you know Looking for everyone to look like Marilyn Monroe and she's like, yeah, no, that's not me But this is her ability
1: to fight for her Her own voice where she owned it sure, you know, like with yentl all the all the Flack she got because she was a tough director. You would never hear that about a man. Right. Oh, he's a tough director, you know, but because she was a woman and she was, you know, really laying down a new road for every female director to come after her. Um, again, you can't you can't deny how iconic that woman is.
0: No kidding. Right. Yeah. Another iconic woman for those of us over 50, Diana Ross. Huge. Right. Yes. Um, not only did she have a great talent, um, and some amazing clothes but uh you know she also fought the man she crossed over from just being the black singer to to uh appealing to all, everybody out there which was great that i mean she also had an amazing strength which i think we look to um Bette midler another no. iconic female absolutely um, she started out, I mean, this is way before our time, but she started out singing with your icon, Barry Manilow. Oh, I wanted to mention that. In the baths, right?
1: Yes, at the Continental Baths. Barry played piano for her and did the um, warm-up.
0: So she has always been um, a champion of the gay community. And I think that's another reason why we hold a lot of these people to such a high esteem, because they are champions for us as well. They understand... That we are a huge audience and that they are, you know, helping us to. And her
1: ability to just be, you know, trashy and completely be herself. And again, you know, it goes back to giving the finger to everybody who's sort of turned their nose up at her. Right. You know, because her her nickname was Bathhouse Betty. Um, Okay. Didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. Way back in the day, Bathhouse Bet. So. What about
0: uh, uh, Judy's daughter? Liza Minnelli. Mm,
1: Not so much for me, honestly. Yeah,
0: not so much for you, Michael, but I'm talking about all of us gay men over 50. Humongous icon for so many men. And how many drag queens have done a Liza Minnelli tribute? You know, so many.
1: So what is your take on why Liza is, is able to fit on that list?
0: Number one, she married pretty much every gay man that she came across. Uh, number two, uh, she too had that vulnerability within this amazing talent that we could all you know, look to. She had a look, a very specific aesthetic that was hers alone. Um, she carved out her own world, even with a mother that had such a huge shadow over her. So I think that's a huge thing. Okay.
1: Um, Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, you convinced me a little more to lean that way. Because you're right. uh, uh, Outgrowing that her mother's shadow must have been... Huge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She had to prove that she was worthy, um, which is great. One woman that continuously kept proving how worthy she was is Madonna. Uh, For many of us... um, who came of age with her in the 80s and 90s. Uh, she is a humongous gay icon um, and also a great supporter for the LGB- LGBTQ plus uh, <laughs> community. Um, and, you know, her, her her just kind of like putting the big finger up to society and, and again, the, the white male running the world, just like, fuck yeah. you, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm not going to shave my armpits. I'm not going to shave my legs. I'm going to pose naked in the middle of the street. She, I think a lot of gay people, especially during the eighties, when we were being so oppressed of what was happening to just be like, just be yourself. That's all you have to do. And so I think that's why we. And be
1: yourself unapologetically, I think is, is, is the road that Madonna, you know, paved um, for a lot of. People in the entertainment industry, women especially, to follow her. Sure. Because there was no apology with anything she ever did.
0: Most of these people never apologized. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why they are our icon, and that's why we hold them to such esteem. One woman who never apologizes, Mariah Carey. Not my type of person, not my cup of tea and music, but you got to give it to her. She definitely worked her way up to the top and, you know, is quite the gay icon.
1: Um, so I'm going to assume Mariah was on the list. I Yes, she was. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah. uh Now, you, there's no way that you can fight this woman who is on every list of gay icons. Share. Oh, yeah. You know. Share is Share. Uh, I mean, I
1: honestly, yeah, for me, she's the icon's icon.
0: Yeah. You know, so many, like for some people, it is Judy Garland. For some people, it's Share. For some people, it's Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton is a huge, and Dolly Parton wasn't on very many of the lists. But um, she, too, is one of those people who has such a specific aesthetic, such a specific talent that so many, not only drag queens, but other people have tried to, you know, emanate that and and, um, copy that.
1: And it's interesting that Dolly now is probably bigger than she ever was, you know, I would say through the 80s. I mean, she had some, you know, big crossover hits into the pop arena. But now Dolly is everywhere, which is kind of cool. You know, that someone who, you sure. know, letting the again share these people who, you know, a lot of times society goes, they're, you know, they're over 50. We, 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 they're yesterday's news are becoming so huge. Jane right. Fonda is another one of them.
0: Yeah. Yes, definitely. Jane Fonda is also because of her talent and her political activism is on the gay icon list uh joan rivers was always on the list she still is princess diana was on so many of the lists uh for obviously many reasons uh we all wanted to be a princess uh we all wanted to wear the big white dress
1: um well talk about somebody who did change the face of um what hiv was back then along with elizabeth taylor because diana went and hugged people in hospitals Right. And that wasn't happening. Um, I remember when a friend of mine was in the hospital um, when he was diagnosed with, um, with AIDS. One night I went there after work and there was a pile of three trays out in front of his door. His breakfast meal, his lunch meal, and his dinner meal. Because the nurses wouldn't even walk into the room. right, Or the orderlies wouldn't walk into the room. And so, you know, Diana broke through that. And... Um, did go to visit hospitals and did was in physical contact with these people. So, um, yeah, she's, she's another one of those icon icons.
0: Sure. Um, and not only because of all of that, but also her amazing clothes and just being a princess. So there are different levels. Different people connect on different levels. A couple more people on the list. Grace Jones, um, big time. Tina Turner, one of yours. Cindy Lauper. Uh, another one who really was uh, kind of brought light onto the gay community and was like, hey, you know, it's okay. Um, Donna Summer was on the lists. Uh, another one that's mainly more so if you're, live in England or in uh, Australia, Kylie Minogue, huge, huge LGBTQ huge. Uh, yeah. Uh, person, yeah. my
1: friends in Australia and I would say Kylie's probably bigger than Cher is there and probably rivals Cher um, in Australia for their their diva ship.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So also on those lists of gay icons, there were also some men. So I want to ask you what, how your thoughts are of these guys, Freddie Mercury. Hands down, without a doubt. Yes?
1: Yeah. Uh, why? Um if you go back and listen to their music Mm -hmm. especially there's this one song i want to break free do you remember this song in the video where the entire band is dressed in drag as housewives and they're doing housework and the song is i want to break free Um, and you know this was this was in the early to mid 80s i can't remember exactly when but to put something like that out and again be so unapologetic with right. no explanation, with no nothing, and you know, for a lot of us in the community, again, I want to break free. Those lyrics meant a lot. And um, what was the name of the band? Queen. Queen. Come yeah. on. Well, <laughs> the fact that like straight people, way back when, were so oblivious to these overtly "this is who I am" moments um, right. is kind of is kind of interesting.
0: Uh, same goes for the next guy on this list is Elton John. Um, people were really oblivious to his gayness, uh, even though it's like, what?
1: Hello. Did you, did you, did you ever like watch him? Yeah. Liberace. Yeah, exactly. How did people not know Liberace was gay? Right. But anyway, Um, Elton, without a doubt. And then again, everything he has done socially, um, just raises that entertainment icon status to something. Right, so far beyond um, in my book, and and makes them even a, a you know it's it's it sort of raises them into the stratosphere as this icon's icon.
0: Sure, uh, RuPaul. What do you think about RuPaul Charles?
1: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I have to give that a yeah. You oh, know, for, he, sure. he's, for Michael, yeah, yeah. He's 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 I I mixed feelings about Ru. So you know it's a struggle, but I have to acknowledge the fact that. He absolutely is an icon, and he's you know he's changed the face of drag completely. Yeah. Cha- brought it to
0: the mainstream. So there was yeah. no
1: pun intended when I said that either, although it kind of was funny. He's changed the face of drag.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's sure. you know it's
1: it's mainstream now, and you know unfortunately we're getting the backlash that we are. But yeah, Rue is a huge icon.
0: Um, and another group of men on this
1: icon list: the Village People. Yeah, I mean, come on. First of all, again, talk about oblivious. They were called the village people. One of the songs was YMCA. Right. Another song was San Francisco.
0: Yeah, it's so funny that, you know, at every straight wedding for years and years, people were doing that YMCA thing. It's like, really? Okay, you know what you're singing about? Great, cool. Um, All right, so who's missing from this list, in your opinion?
1: Well, you said Tina wasn't on it, so obviously her, because that has not left me since the top of the show. Okay, um, I am that proverbial dog with a bone. Um, Shirley Bassey, a little okay. shocking to me. Um, give me a moment. Who's who's missing on your list? Um, I'm good with all these
0: people. I, I don't think. I mean, there are definitely people Joan Crawford and like I had mentioned earlier uh Bette, Mid, Bette Midler Betty Davis so there are some people but not is I Joan Crawford there I just mentioned Joan Crawford oh sorry um, went right by me yeah I think there are um some people but I think the ones that we talked about are the ones who are really in that iconic stratosphere of uh, for gay men 50 and above I think Joan Crawford, you know, for maybe men over 70 might be more so than someone over 50. And like right now, you know, there are a lot of gay icons for the younger gays out there, like um, Beyonce, obviously. Gaga. Lady Gaga, Adele, Ariana Grande. Those are th- going to be the iconic gay stratosphere for younger generations How about not, lizzo
1: lizzo as well right so i can tell you that you know there's a lot of guys our age who um lizzo's huge right now
0: yeah she's huge but yeah. she's not at that for people our age and above she is not at that status of icon right she
1: is like oh she's awesome
0: she's great i love her she's funny so yeah she is breaking a lot of barriers um for the younger generation but i think the list that we went through are are is really strong um So yeah, there's a lot. It's also a personal thing too, you know. We all connect to somebody differently, but I think the list that we went over is a very comprehensive icon list for those gay men over fifty. And and nicely varied. Varied. Oh, wait a minute. What varied? I thought you said Barry. What about Barry Manilow? He's not on that
1: list. And should be. There you go. Come on, he should be right next to Bette Midler on that list.
0: Well, okay.
1: For sure. me. Like For you said, you. it's personal. It sure. is
0: personal. We all connect on yeah. different levels. Absolutely. Speaking of personal and connecting on different levels, let's talk about our personal feelings about these icons, whether they're on the list or not. Um, any of these w- women or men change your life?
1: Did you have any... Uh, kind of dealings with them in real life um oddly enough none of those that are on that list are the ones who impacted my life so who did I'm impact your life? barry um okay. his music in the 70s saved my life um especially this one song all the time um because it is you know what it is as soon as you hear it and he's talking about his you know being gay um so there was that but then like carol burnett Like disappearing into her show every Saturday night was such a gift for me. And then Linda Carter, Lindsay Wagner, these amazingly strong women. um, So for me, again, I I was a child of the 70s and was raised by 70s television. So so
0: just to clarify here, Lindsay Wagner was the the bionic woman. The bionic woman. Yes. And Linda
1: Carter, Wonder Woman. Was Wonder Woman, right. Great. And, um, you know, they say don't meet your heroes, but I met both of them and they were both, they couldn't be more lovely and um, open and and willing to share. And I had this great conversation about spirituality with Lindsay. Because I had binge watched her show because I knew she was going to be at this cocktail party before going just to sort of recap my memory of the bionic woman And there was so much spirituality and other things tied into that show and I mentioned that to her um, And I thanked her for it. I said because You know unbeknownst to me at that age This stuff impacted me on a very deep level that I wouldn't understand until I was older um, and you know, she said that was my goal for the show and that was the only reason I came back to do it because you know they killed her off on the Six Million Dollar Man. Um, I did and not then, know that. Yeah, and then yeah. they revived her um, for her own show, okay. and she made a joke about yeah. So for every episode I got to do what I wanted to do, I had to do two episodes of like you know the Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman meet Bigfoot. <laughs> or stuff like, stuff wow. like that. But, um, yeah. And again, it's interesting how you carry these things with you, that they resonate so deeply and you don't get it until you're older. Right. You know? Um, and another, Bonnie Franklin. Remember One Day at a Time? I do. Yeah? Um, really? Bonnie yeah. Franklin? Yeah. Why? Single mom, sort of bucking the system, trying to make it on her own to live her own life and be happy as opposed to stay with a man and not be um you know there's 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 a lot there
0: one thing about that show always bugged me like when the phone rang or someone knocked on the door she ran she ran to get the phone she ran to get the door and like calm down bonnie (laughs) (laughs) just bothered me
1: (laughs) i never thought about that that's hysterical although
0: i loved uh the daughter what's her name um valerie Valerie and i she was someone i connected to like yeah, I wanted to be Valerie Burton.
1: Ah, you, you know? were the pretty one.
0: Well, I wanted to be her. I didn't say I was, but um,
1: do you remember yeah. the bell bottom she used? That's the thing that sticks out about me, with her. She wore the biggest bell bottoms I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Who who formed your who was there in your formative years to to help you get through?
0: Well, you know, again, I don't think I was one of those people who Connected on that sort of a level, um, I did you know play Barbra Streisand albums and sing the top of my lungs and pretend that I was performing in front of masses of people. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really connect to these people to change my life in a way. Although I, a number of these women on this list, I have had a lot of personal um, experience with. I. I was in one of Madonna's videos, and then I did a film with her, so I got to hang out with her a lot. Uh, Had a lot of doings with Cher. Um, One of my favorite things with Cher was, um, it was at the Met Ball. Um, This was way before what it is today. This is back when uh, Diana Vreeland was doing it in the 80s, and it was just a really classy, amazing experience. I went seven years. Uh, but one night we were there, the food was so horrible, Cher was at my table with, uh, and I was sitting next to Andy Warhol and then it was Cher and, and, uh, Andy says to Cher, well, he wants to go get hot dogs. And she's like, I love hot dogs. And I was like, well, where can we get the best hot dogs? And she's like, at my place in Malibu. And I'm like, okay. And then we like all got on a plane and flew to Malibu and had hot dogs. I was like, okay, that was fun. you know, like had a number of things with her. She's a lovely, lovely person. Uh, had a great experience with Bad Midler. So I got to meet some of, you know, a lot of these women on this list. Um, and just in person, you could just feel their strength. You can just feel their like divaness and why yeah. it's there. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I don't think I was one of those what is people. Cher,
1: what does Cher put on her hot dog?
0: Uh, she was a mustard gal. Um,
1: yellow mustard or like spicy mustard?
0: Yeah, I think it was yellow. I can't okay. actually remember
1: that. These uh, things are important to me. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if I had, if I had known, seriously, if I had known at that moment what an iconic thing I was doing with such an iconic person, at to me, she was just like I had a sister who had long hair like that, and she used to do that share thing where she would, you know, push it behind her head, um, you know, that. I I have, so she wasn't, who, I, I don't think I, I don't know, I don't think I kind of sat in that moment when it was happening. It was just happening and it was fun and she was cool and, uh, you know, so I'm afraid I don't have all the details. That's
1: okay. I, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to ask. Okay, great, cool. Yeah.
0: She, you know, uh, one of the years for at the Met Ball, her date was... Um, you mentioned him. He did all her clothing, and and Bob Mackie. Uh, Bob Mackie was her date. Uh, so we sat with him at uh, one of the um, I forget what year. Maybe it was eighty-five or something. It was in the you know mid-eighties. Was it was my time there. Uh, he was very cool. He's an icon in a way, you know, in the fashion world. I think there are icons in all different levels of of the world there. But for those of us gay men, we really look to those strong people who were fighting the norms and climbing over obstacles with their middle fingers up at the world going like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. And I think that's why we all really connected to all of these people.
1: Um, And not only be who they are, but thrive. No kidding. As they do it. And I think
0: that's why they thrived. Because it was like, I'm not going to try to be anything other than who I am. And that's what made them thrive. The people who tried to be something that they weren't, Eventually, you get tired of that. You get tired of watching someone pretend.
1: And um, I think for a lot of us in the gay community, especially guys our age, um, we can sniff out insincerity. There and you go. none of these women have that. They there are so go. sincere and so own everything about who they are. Um, so, f- yeah, again, there's, a, there's another reason why they are iconic. They are authentic.
0: So I think that's what we all as people need to do, especially as we're aging and we're kind of feeling, I'm not like young and hot and cute and whatever anymore. Just be you. Just own yourself. Own your uniqueness and your amazingness and be your own icon. I think that's what we all need to strive to be. Um, So yeah, let's all try to do that. All right, Michael. Besides... Our icons. One thing that we always do on our show is my favorite section of the show, which is called The Savage Mm Side-Eye.
1: And today's Savage Side-Eye is going out to someone in our own community, and that is... Miss Caitlyn Jenner now is Caitlyn Jenner an icon. Fuck no. Okay. No, she's there. I'm going to try to be nice as I do this side eye and um, show her respect that she doesn't bother to show other people in our community. So she openly attacked two teenagers who happened to be trans and who are athletes from California. And she retweeted a post that deliberately misgendered them. And not only did she retweet this post, in huge capital letters, she wrote, this is wrong, help me push back. And that was to get trans athletes out of sports. And it's ironic that someone who whored herself out to the highest bidder to show the world her transition would have the gall to push back against anyone else in the community for doing what it is that they wanted to do. I find it offensive and I also find it loathsome that she notice how I'm saying she would have the gall to repost something that misgendered people it, it is just mind-boggling to me and not only would i like to give her the side eye today i would really like to give her a, a swift kick in the ass um <laughs> because you know she's pandering to this community of bigots and hate mongers for what who who's gaining in this scenario
0: right right all right caitlin you heard it michael is sending you a side eye a middle finger and a kick in the ass so move on just keep moving on and keep your mouth shut caitlin um but everyone else keep your minds wide open um we would like you to reach out to us and tell us did we hit your icon did we miss somebody is there somebody that we have not even thought about and why should we? Let us know. Um,
1: How can people reach us, Michael? Folks out there could get us on all aspects of social media under the names No Two Gays About It, and that's the number two. So it's No Number Two Gays About It. And we are on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. Um, And you could also Gmail us at No Two Gays About It at gmail.com. Again, it's No The Number Two Gays About It. And we're on YouTube, we have our own channel, go check us out there. Yes, find us on
0: YouTube. Uh, Make sure that you like and subscribe and hit that little bell so every time a new one of our videos comes out, you'll be
1: notified absolutely and for anybody who wants to join our family on a different level and help support the podcast if you en- if you're enjoying what you're hearing um you could go to patreon.com forward slash no two gays about it and um, sign up there and become part of our patreon family we would greatly appreciate that
0: it would be lovely for you to be joining our no two gays about it family um so yeah reach out to us let us know about your icons let us know how you personally are iconic And also anything else that you'd like us to talk about. Um, So, Michael, um, I'm sorry Tina was not on our list today, but deservedly so. She is now on our No Two Gays About It iconic um, list, Um, as are you, Michael. Uh, So this has been fun. But it's time for us to go. So until next time, Michael.
1: Until next time. And I will wait for my tiara since I am now on that list um, patiently. I'll expect it by the end of the week. Um, From both of us, Tom and myself, we say thank you to you guys. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week.